When the point of view changes, the story changes. So let's teach the importance of point of view with these short stories. Most DLA teachers feel like they don't have enough time to get everything done that they need to get done. That's why everything we do here at the Teaching ELA podcast is designed to help you leave on time today and still have a great lesson tomorrow. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms. Whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy, I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. In today's episode of the Teaching ELA Podcast, I discuss several short stories for teaching point of view. They include The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Cask of Amontillado, Contents of the Dead Man's Pocket, Scarlet Ibis, The Celebrated Jumping Frog of Calaveras County, and The Sniper. Now before we get into our emergency lesson plan that you can put on the board right now, just want to clarify that this we're not talking about first person, third person, and all that. We'll go over it real quick. We all know first-person point of view is, well, from first-person point of view, I, me, my, all that. You have third-person omniscient, third-person limited, third-person dramatic. We're not doing that. When we say, when we're teaching point of view, we're teaching how a specific character's point of view, a specific narrator's point of view, and how the story changes because of who's telling the story. Get to our emergency lesson plan that you can put on the board right now. And we'll also talk about the one short story involving point of view you need to teach. Class is about to start and you need something right now. So here's the one thing you can put on the board right now so when the students come in, you'll be ready to roll. All lesson plans we discuss in this podcast can be found at elacommoncorelessonplans.com. Put the objective on the board. I can use narrative techniques to analyze point of view. I have a special place in my heart for this lesson plan. Back in my uh, second or third year teaching, we were teaching, uh, we were reading Call of the Wild by Jack London. And I just came up with this uh, lesson plan for my students to write a journal entry from Buck's point of view. And I gave him an example. And Buck's the dog, by the way, in case you haven't read the book. In my example, I had Buck after he was captured or taken away or sold. It's been a while since I've read Call of the Wild. Buck was very angry and he was uh, swearing at his owner. Now, of course, I bleeped out all the swear words in my journal entry, but the kids absolutely loved it. And that was like the first, uh, this was one of those tough classes. It was one of the first assignments they really got into. It was like, wow, you mean we can write from the dog's point of view and he can be angry and he can uh, swear at the uh, at his owners and all the other people? And I said, sure, why not? Of course, they had to bleep it out too, but Anyhow, special place in my heart for this assignment. At its core, this is a narrative writing and point of view assignment. It takes very little time to prepare. So that little intro I gave you, no problem. We'll get it done in two minutes. Remember, there's, again, emphasize there's more to analyzing point of view than identifying whether it's written in first person or third person. So So step one, write the objective on the board. I can write narrative that analyze point of view. You could also call it perspective. Write the title of the story you choose to read with your class today. I recommend one of the stories I go over or the one you just open to in your textbook. You have a textbook, right? If not, you have the internet. Write either the name of the narrator on the board or the protagonist for whom the third-person narrator filters the story. So even though the story could be written in a third-person point of view, we see it through the eyes of a specific character from a specific character's perspective. When students come in, review first-person and third-person point of view if you wish. As you read... 
discuss and or write down the narrator or protagonist attitude toward events and other characters. So as you read the story, talk about, okay, this story is being told from so-and-so's point of view. What does he or she think about the events that are going on? Just This is just, just a discussion. I don't have to really write anything down. You can, though. It helps. Once the story is over, choose another character and instruct students to write a scene told from a different point of view, that of the antagonist. So, for example, in the, uh, in the we'll, we'll go with a random story here. We'll go with the most dangerous game, kind of a random story. One of the first things we ever had at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. The story, we get the story from the most part, although it's the third person narrator, we get the story from the vantage point of Sanger Rainsford. He makes himself look like the hero, and he is the hero. I mean, he's being hunted by some crazy guy. But I wonder how the story would be different if General Zaroff's point of view was told. It would be completely different. As we discuss some of these short stories for teaching point of view, we'll go over different perspectives we could look at this from. Let's start with Contents of the Dead Man's Pocket by Jack Finney. Finney by Jack Finney. Now the main character Tom Benicky compiles a report that just may get him a big raise. See, he works at the Whole Foods store. But as the piece of yellow paper flies out the window and onto a ledge, Benicky must decide whether to risk his life and retrieve the paper or let it go. You see, this yellow paper has all his notes on it. This is before internet, personal computers, all that stuff. So everything he has is on this yellow paper. The reader sees the story develop from a third-person limited point of view, knowing the thoughts and actions of the story's protagonist. Let's gain the perspective of another character, Tom's wife, passerby on the street below who sees this crazy man 11 stories up on a ledge. Maybe his boss. Here Tom thinks he's this wonder kid of Whole Foods, but his boss might think he's just a pedantic little snot. So by rewriting a particular passage or by conducting a mock interview, with a different character, we gain a different perspective. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty by James Thurber. Now, Walter Mitty, this is, this is uh, Thurber's most famous short story. It was made into a movie recently with uh, Ben, what's his face? Not Ben. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't remember his name. But that one actor who's really funny who was also in Cable Guy. So, or no, he wasn't in Cable Guy. Anyhow, I'm digressing. Walter Mitty, browbeaten middle-aged man who dreams of so much more. And in this story, we join Walter on his life and death adventure. Of course, these adventures are only in Mitty's head. In this story, Thurber uses third-person limited point of view and entertained, very entertaining daydreams Mitty has. But what I'm wondering, you see, Mitty's wife gets a not a very favorable characterization from Walter himself. But I wonder... What does Mitty's wife think of him? Because we're, you know, the story, we're sympathizing with poor Walter Mitty, who's got this overbearing wife. Always, Can you imagine the frustration his wife must be feeling? All her husband does is sit around and daydream. It's like, dude, go do something, right? Good assignment here for teaching point of view. Scarlet Ibis by James Hurst. You break out the tissues for this one. The narrator in this one is telling the story via a flashback. He's now an adult looking back on the goings-on of his childhood. So the point of view we have here for this story is an adult retelling something that happened decades ago. So obviously the point of view changes. I mean, think about some things you did. This, this is good for a teacher. I remind myself sometimes when my students are being knuckleheads and I'm getting frustrated with them. I think, what was I like when I was 15? What would I have done? And I realized that, you know what? These kids who I was maybe frustrated with or discouraged with or maybe thinking that they're not going to amount to much, I'm sure 
that what they're doing, and I, and I do this all the time, I was a lot worse than them. So it gives me some empathy. So one of the, one of the most valuable things students can learn from this assignment is to have empathy and teachers as well. So as I, as I'm reading the Scarlet Ibis and I think about, okay, how would I tell a story of me when I was a child? I'd be a lot more forgiving of myself than perhaps I am of my own students sometimes. Perspective, point of view, perspective. Cask of Amontillado by Edgar Allan Poe. We have, uh, we've talked about this. We have the classic Poe narrator, a little crazy. Now this narrator, again, he's telling the story in retrospect and he completely makes himself look like this cunning, although what he really does is makes himself look freaking crazy. But it's obvious he's making himself look cunning and clever and all that. And he's making his enemy, Fortunato, look like a complete idiot. Was Fortunato really a complete idiot? I don't know. I'm guessing that Montresor, in order to continue his revenge, continues to make his enemy look stupid. If, in fact, the story even happened at all. We have the Celebrating Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. This is a frame story. So we get one person telling the story from another person. So we have several narrators here. So it's called a frame story. I'm not really sure you can use Jumping Frog of Calaveras County for our two-minute assignment. But it is a great uh, <clears throat> great story for teaching the concept of a frame story. I'm going to cough. Which is you have a story within a story. And this is quite entertaining. We have, uh, we have a third-person account from Simon Wheeler from a first-person narrator who's been the recipient of a prank. Hey, we can laugh along with Twain as he takes his narrator in a labyrinthine diatribe. I wrote that myself. Sounds pretty good. One story I didn't mention in the opening, Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. This might make a good story for the two-minute emergency lesson plan as well. But here uh, we have, there's, there's a goodly amount of dangerous action in this, so if you want to teach suspense too. But we have Peyton Farquhar, no relation to the guy in Shrek, pretty sure. And uh, we are given a story which comes from the mind of the protagonist, except there's the one catch. None of it's actually happening. And this is a great example of how point of view in reality, or point of view often skews reality. And he's dreaming that, oh, that the rope breaks and he swims down the thing and he goes sees his family, but he's still on the bridge. There's also a really good Twilight Zone episode about this. The Sniper. So with the Sniper, we have a, a well, as the title of the story implies, there's a Sniper. Who knew? <laughs> he's uh, he's in a little bit of a standoff with an enemy across the way. I wonder what the enemy across the way is thinking. Because we just get the Sniper's perspective, the Sniper's point of view. I wonder if the guy, he, the other, the enemy Sniper, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder what's going through his mind. That sound can only mean one thing. It means it's time for the one thing. All right, the lesson we mentioned in the opening is sufficient, I think, for teaching the importance of point of view. Again, simply writing a scene from a different perspective not only gives insights into the story, but also gives insights into the way we view other people. And it helps us develop empathy. It'll help your students develop empathy. So I think this lesson uh, really goes beyond what happens in a classroom. That's why we're here, right? If the only, if, if what we teach is only of use in our classroom, then we've probably failed. So I think a, a, a lesson plan such as this, where we, where we have students, what does this look like from a different character's point of view? Well, hopefully, hopefully they can make that connection. If they can't, you can help them make the connection. 
that maybe there's a different point of view in that argument. Yeah, we're upset with our parents, but maybe their point of view is valid too. It's getting all touchy-feely on you. (laughs) I better move on. I'm going to cry. So again, if there's one thing we're trying to show students, perspective matters. Seeing things from a different perspective might just hold the key. Might just hold the key to a lot of what troubles the world. Mm, Mmm, wrote that myself. Sounds even cheesier when I say it. But there is some truth to it. Since we're here, since I got you here, I'm going to throw out another point of view lesson plan you can do. And this one involves conflict because really conflict is at the heart of all short stories. So put together a little lesson plan, point of view and conflict. I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast episode. In fact, I'm sure I did. And that is have students analyze a particular conflict from the story they read. So let's uh, let's pick the, the cask of Amontillado. All right. So in the cask of Amontillado, we have the classic person versus person, Montresor versus Fortunato. Montresor wants revenge on Fortunato. So if students were uh, to summarize the conflict, it would be Montresor feels that Fortunato has insulted him and he vows revenge and he comes up with this plan to bury him alive. That's person versus person. And then the students could write about a time in their life. Now, hopefully none of your students have killed anyone and buried him behind a wall, but I've taught at schools where that's probably likely. They could write about a person versus person conflict in their life. Maybe someone wronged them and they want to get revenge. So we're taking a conflict from the story, a type of conflict from the story, and then a type of conflict in their life. We have uh, here, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. This is kind of a, I guess we'll call it individual versus self. Uh, the Walter Mitty wants to be more than he really is. So you could summarize the conflict. Walter Mitty lives a, lives a humdrum life, but he wants to do more and he daydreams a lot, but doesn't do a lot. And then the students could write about a inner conflict they're having with themselves. Maybe there's something they've been wanting to do in their life but have been afraid to do it that they could write about. So again, this is just one more way to use point of view to help students connect with the short stories. All right, let's talk about takeaways. I hope you, I hope you got some value from this episode. I hope you were, But let's say you're, your mind wandered. Maybe you're out running right now or you're driving or you're, someone came in and interrupted you while you were listening to this. Takeaways. Takeaway number one. There's more to point of view than explaining first person and third person. I think that's kind of been the point of this podcast is let's look beyond the technical definitions of point of view when we teach point of view. Because point of view isn't about who the narrator is. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's much more than that. It's about a perspective from which the story is told. So there's more to point of view than explaining first person and third person. Takeaway number two, writing from a different point of view gives students opportunities to empathize and see things from a different perspective. I've talked about that a lot. And number three, everything I do, teaching ALA podcast, I try to see from your point of view. In fact, if I'm if I were listening to my own podcast, I'm like, yeah, this is great, but can I get some handouts or lesson plans from this? And of course you can in the show notes. We have the point of view lesson plan collection. We I also have links to these short stories at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, Contents of the Dead Man's Pocket, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, The Scarlet Ibis, The Cask of Amontillado, The Celebrated Jumping Frog of Calaveras County, and An Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, and The Sniper. I put links in the show notes to all those pages I have at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. Each short story lesson plan page, you, you know, click on it, you get a PDF, download that as well. And there's other things available as well. And not to mention, if you think I'm incredibly witty in the podcast, I'm even wittier on my website, ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. All right. Hey, I hope you got some value out of this. 
If so, like and review. If you got no value out of it, don't like me and don't review me, and I'll do better next time. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA Podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 